Welcome back, New Year. Same podcast. Um, going over some MLB stuff over the summer. Didn't quite work out. Now we're back on football. And football means what? Means one thing and one thing only. When we talk football, we talk business. Um, some notable matchups coming up in week one. Uh, I really don't cover the preseason that much. I don't think it means I think it means little to no, it, it has little to no importance. The only place where it has importance is where uh, you see guys get injured and then you don't draft them on your fantasy team. I think that's important to look at. But not only that, teams, like, I don't even know, like, the number one quarterbacks on teams don't play in the preseason. Generally play less than 20. 15 to 20 snaps. Now we got a preview of Kyler Murray. And I'm going to start with this today. We have our very smart people of the internet going, I sell this offense. This offense is going to be terrible all season long. It's going to be some college bozo sort of thing. And it's not going to totally work out. And listen, people are making the argument that Cliff Kingsbury had... The best quarterback in college. He had the number one NFL quarterback in college. Couldn't win 16 games uh, or 14 games. And he actually went like 10 and 4 or something like that. 10 and 5. What does that say? At 10 and 5? How does that make sense? No. He went like he went like 8 and 2? Uh, eight, 8 and 4? I don't even remember. Anyways... I know that they didn't win their entire season, and you can say that, look, listen, there's no defense or whatever. Texas. Isn't the greatest team, but. And, and that's a valid argument and stuff. Like, I'm not going to dismiss that. But if you have Patty Mahomes in college, that is a glitch. That is a glitch, and you should be able to win most of your games. And, like, I get it. If you lose a couple games. It is what it is, but if you can't win with him in college, then how are you going to win with Kyler Murray in the NFL? That just, to some people, that doesn't make sense. But listen, do you think that the Arizona Cardinals, who are planning to run an air raid offense, meaning they're not going to run the ball that much, they will because they have Duke Johnson, uh, David Johnson, my bad, they have David Johnson. Now, they will use David Johnson in the passing game like crazy. And they won't just run him up the gut like they did last year. That was ridiculous, horrendous, and stupid, and a big waste of a season for David Johnson. They're going to run him on the outside. They're going to give him some carries. The option plays with Kyler Murray. Again, Kyler Murray is like your RB2 on this team. And that's, that's something to... To watch, like, Kyler Murray can run. He can run. Now, a lot of people tell me this kid is small, he's going to get injured, whatever. I don't talk about injuries here unless they actually happen. And he's not a guy that's gotten hurt, I think, in college. Moving on from that hot take on the Arizona Cardinals, I think they're still going to do good. I think that they've got a loaded offense, and no one's willing to stop them. No one's going to stop them that easy. They've got weapons, they can use them, and I think they're in a much better place this year than they were last year. 
Um, I think they'll surpass expectations because expectations are pretty low generally across the league. Uh, but, you know, they're not Super Bowl contenders. They're maybe, you know, third in their division kind of thing. Like, whatever. You know, they're not going to be up there. Let's, let's, let's put it at that. They're not going to be up there. They're not going to be uh, New England. They're not going to beat New England. They're not going to be Pittsburgh. They're not going to be, you know, Baltimore. Well, maybe they beat Baltimore, but they're not going to beat the Eagles. You know, teams like that. The Saints, you know. So, if we take a look. First game of the year, Packers at Bears. Now, a lot of people are high on the Bears. And this Matt Nagy Bears run team. The offense is great. Trubisky looks good. He uses Trubisky to the best of his ability. Trubisky's not the greatest quarterback, but the way Nagy uses him is the best he can be. And I think that tandem, when coaches and quarterbacks work very, very well, that is beneficial for the entire offense. And I think they're going to see a lot of production. And I think David Montgomery is going to be better than Jordan Howard ever was. Uh, Is he an RB1? Maybe not, but... Possibly. He's got RB1 upside. So, I would draft him in your fantasy leagues if y'all could get him. Uh, wide receivers on this team. Still got Allen Robinson, which I guess you could say is maybe not the best anymore, which is a valid argument. Um, and they also have Anthony Miller, which I think is going to be not so bad. I don't think he's going to be terrible. I think he's going to be pretty good. Uh, but where... The opportunity lies for this team is really on defense. Chicago Bears defense is going to finish first. Uh, I mean, that team picked off so many balls last year. They got so many sacks, and they just, they got the steal of the century. They gave away Khalil Mack. I mean, crazy stuff, right? And maybe that's how they beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but I'm pretty high on the Packers this year. I think new coach, new system, happy Aaron Rodgers, not complaining Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is kind of like a kid. You got a mind in a room. He gets temperamental. He's not Brady who just says, yeah, we'll do that. And Belichick says, we're doing this. Belichick says, uh, Brady says, yes, we'll do it. They go ahead, do it, execute Super Bowls for years and years and years. Aaron Rodgers is this guy who likes to gunsling it down the field. He's a, a bit of a temperamental guy, and when something bothers him, oui bonjour, oui, ça va bien vous? Sorry for the slight interruption. Just got a call for a job. Separate matter. Let's get back to football. So we're talking Aaron Rodgers. We're talking Matt Nagy. We're talking a NFC North rivalries. It's going to be a good one. I like the Packers this year. I like them a lot better than last year. Uh, And I'll see. Like, I have phases where I hate Aaron Rodgers. Uh, When I started watching football when I was like 8, 10 years ago, 10, 10, about 10 years ago, maybe more now, uh, I like in my early years I liked Aaron I, I didn't like Aaron Rodgers. I thought his cockiness kinda of bothered me. 
I really was a big fan of humble guys uh, because I kind of saw myself through them uh, when I was playing like my sports, like baseball and hockey. I thought I was a humble kid and I was never kind of the guy who's going to be complaining or the, you know, you know what I'm talking about when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and his, his antics, his faces that he makes. But we're, I'm excited for this matchup. I don't know exactly who to pick. Um, I, I like Aaron Rodgers. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Packers go out there and really have a strong start to the season. But I'm not dismissing the Bears. I think the Bears are a very solid team and they could do some damage. But I think my slight edge is on the Packers. Uh, I don't know what the betting odds are. I haven't looked at those yet. Probably will bet on some games uh, this Sunday and Thursday. Um, when it comes to Sunday night football, NBC does not disappoint in having the primetime games. Uh, Sunday night football is so fun to watch. Uh, the Steelers and the Patriots in New England. New England doesn't lose at home. I'm sorry. New England does not fucking lose at home. Uh... Juju's going to be amazing. James Conner is still a top-tier running back. I still think he's a top-five running back. Uh, he's a really solid back, and especially with that O-line. Uh, we don't know if he's a product of that O-line and that offense, but he's still in that offense. And <laughs> I would bet on James Conner as long as he's on that offense. Uh, the New England Patriots, still the same story. Tim Brody, as I like to call him, and... Well, whatever he's left with. But now they gave him Demarius Thomas, Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman. I'm sorry, but if you've got Josh Gordon as a deep thread, please, you're, you're kidding. You're kidding at this point. You're giving Tom Brady probably the third, third to fifth best receiving core he's had in his entire career. Uh... You're gonna see a lot from Tom Brady this year if they guys, if these guys can stay healthy. I get it. There's no, uh, there's no big tight end. There's no more Gronk, but I think the backfield is stacked. Michelle Harris, uh, maybe Harris will get a few touches here and there as long as Michelle is healthy. But we know Michelle has injury problems. But I'm not gonna talk about injuries unless they happen. I'm happy with Michelle. I think he's a great running back. And I think he's got high, high upside. Uh, any running back on the Patriots has upside. Um, James White, pass-catching role. And again, who who doesn't like the pass-catching role on the Patriots? No one. I think we all love it. And right now, my dad's making a lot of noise with construction, so I'm not sure if y'all are hearing that or whatever. I really do not care at this point it's about football it's about the fantasy season it's about whatever uh fantasy draft coming up monday night uh labor day weekend so we've got all the reports everything's going to be in preseason is going to be done and we're going to be able to draft in order to have everything for thursday for sunday next week i am exactly stoked and to put it in a one word, stoked. I'm a little surfer dude. Surfer dude, bruh. I'm dead in Australia, bruh. And I fucking love surf, dude. I'm stoked. We'll figure it out throughout the season. Kyler Murray, watch out for this kid. 
Watch out for Dallas having the easiest schedule I have seen in the past 12 years. Um, Dallas has a very, very, very solid and easy schedule for them to face. The first half of the season is going to be tremendously easy. Uh, they've got a couple matchups, but they play two rebuilding teams in Washington and New York every uh, throughout the entire year. That's four easy wins that you should win because you're still talented other than Zeke and Dak. Now, Dak is still playing even though he doesn't have his contract, but I would wait and just show these guys, hey guys, listen, uh, we still won six, seven games out of nine, right? Six, let's say they won six games out of nine. They'd be on pace to win uh, 11 games, 10 games, okay? They'd be on pace to win 10 games, about, right? If we, if we, actually, you know, let's say they win six, uh, five out of eight, okay? Five out of first eight games. Then they'd be on pace for 10 wins. That probably gets you in the playoff. Probably a wild card spot, but that probably gets you in the playoffs. Actually, with 10 wins in their division, might be enough. Depends on the Eagles. So, I think they could wait. They can stop and say, listen, Dallas uh, is going to be fine. We're going to be fine without Dak. We're going to be fine without Zeke. Listen, Dak's willing to play. So as long as you play and you show Zeke, listen, Zeke, you're not worth what you're asking. Clearly not. I mean, we're still winning with no running back. Uh, Tony Pollard, which I don't dismiss. I mean, Tony Pollard's probably a decent back, and they could probably make stuff happen with him, especially with that O-line. Uh, and again, we don't know if Zeke's a product of his O-line. Probably not. I think Zeke's very talented, and we saw it throughout his career. Ohio State, you name it, he's always been good. Uh, good luck to the Cowboys, honestly. I don't know how they're going to fix that contract situation. And the last thing we want to talk about is Melvin Gordon. Uh, fully expect Gordon to hold out half the season, and then there's really no benefit for him to do that, uh, to hold out after that. So he's still going to go for the Super Bowl, and I don't expect them to sign anyone. Uh, that The Chargers, that is. I don't expect them to sign anyone to replace Gordon. I know he wanted to get traded. I don't think they're going to trade him. I think they're just going to use him in the last eight games at full capacity for the playoffs, and he's going to be a lot more rested than some of these Sonny Michels that have played all season long. And that might come to their advantage. I think you got to give Phillip Rivers one last shot. Uh, you know, at, at a Super Bowl, I think this guy deserves a Super Bowl in his career. I think he's a very, very talented quarterback, and he deserves a lot more than he has. That's my personal opinion. And that's going to be do it for today. That's going to be that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a pleasure as usual. Tune in every week all season. Might do more than one every week. We're going to keep them short, 15 minutes, and when we're we're not going to go on and on and on cuz then that just messes up everything. We might analyze one or two games here and there, 5 10 minutes, boom. Easy podcast, easy life. Welcome back to the Seashells Podcast. going to be a great season. Looking forward to spending it with you guys, watching games, doing everything on Sunday. God bless America, and God bless Sundays. Thank you very much.